0: natural high follow us on twitter at natural high club or go straight to the website thenaturalhighclub.com and remember to subscribe to the natural high podcast through whichever platform you're listening to get every new pod straight to your phone
1: hello Nice, I hear the birds now and everything. Yeah, I know. I
0: decided to come and sit out in Vondel Park to do this interview because I uh, I thought a stuffy office or beautiful uh-huh. Vondel Park. Now, we might, I might have to compromise on the sound quality a little bit as a consequence, but uh, I thought it was worthwhile and it'll keep me inspired whilst I'm interviewing you. All right. Yeah,
1: let's do this.
0: What about you? Where are you?
1: I'm in the office right now.
0: Okay, so you're a busy man. I won't take up too much of your time. <laughs> cool profile pic, by the way. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was in uh, San Francisco with this work. I was just there for a uh, retreat. It was nice.
0: Ah, what sort of retreat?
1: Uh, just, you know, like the company outing, you get all together and I they see. took us to Monterey Bay. It was beautiful.
0: Amazing. Uh, now, mm-hmm. the, reason I wa- the reason I wanted to interview you, Omar, is because you're an extremely clean living professional who doesn't take recreational drugs or even drink alcohol on a regular basis. Um, so, but the reason I wanted to interview you for The Natural High was because I spoke to you a few weeks ago for the first time and you told me about ayahuasca, amongst many other things, which um, you have consumed in the past. And I was fascinated to hear about it because I don't know anything about it at all. So um, I'm going to, I'm still a layman in the subject and I'm sure most of the audience is as well. So I'm just going to leave it to you to describe to me in the first instance, if you can, what ayahuasca is.
1: Sure. So ayahuasca is a vine that comes from the Peruvian and all the way to the sealed jungle. Uh, it grows only there. It takes four years to maturity and the active ingredient in uh, ayahuasca is DMT, which is the tryptophan. We, in human beings, have this uh, DMT normally in our bodies. We actually uh, secrete this uh, DMT during our sleep. Uh, but our stomachs, uh, even an apple has DMT. Some some food has DMT in it. Um, but we have an enzyme in our stomachs that basically digests it. And makes us be, you know, aware of this reality. And when I call this reality, I mean your five senses the way you see your five senses. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever gotten drunk or high. Sometimes, you know, you, you lose those senses or they come disoriented, right? <laughs> I know so, only too well. Yeah. So what happens with uh, ayahuasca, There's, a, it comes from a shamanic experience, from the shamans in uh, the jungle, in uh, the Amazonians, who use this plant as medicine. They don't call it a drug. They don't call it, uh, you know, a cleansing. They call it a medicine. And that's where it came from. And it has been westernized a little bit. But I think, uh, uh, ayahuasca has made its way because it wants to make its way. And I'll explain a little bit about that later. Let's just start that it's a brew. It takes uh, about uh, one to two hours to make. Uh, You have, there's a whole process to make it. Uh, The most important thing is that you do need someone who's, uh, a professional or as a shaman, or who's very uh, centered in itself to be with you through your journey. Um, the first time I took ayahuasca, I was very clean. I did not uh, drink alcohol, caffeine, I did not even have sex for a month or wow. masturbation. Was, so, uh, so this is this is
0: part of the, the this is part of the process. Before you yeah. do it, it's quite a strict well, process beforehand, where you have to observe these sort of rules in order to sort of feel it properly, or in order to have the, the right experience. What the
1: the, the way I would put it is like you know, if you're a a, a sports guy, uh, you know, they will tell you you cannot eat these things, you cannot do these things because your performance will be lowered. Sure, I will put it in the same sense. Uh, you as a, your consciousness. You know, the cleaner you are, the better you are to receive messages. Okay. And it sounds weird the way I put it, but I'll explain about what I mean by this. When you are centered within yourself, with your feelings, and you understand where they're coming from, you're not hiding from them, you kind of become a calmer person, a more uh, relaxed person. Mm. And then you will start seeing even the subconscious um, feelings around you. So from other people, you start feeling other people's feelings. Because you are so open to that. What ayahuasca does, once you take it, it takes around 30 to 45 minutes to take uh, first effect. Yes. Um, For everyone is different. Uh, I'm just talking here from my experience. Uh, The first thing that happened to me is like seeing um, a very honest mirror of myself with no judgment, no um, guilt, just pure. A whole like who is Omar and why? Why is he feeling this way? Is it so, out
0: of body then, in order to try and try and try and make it? Um,
1: short? Uh, no, it starts with really with your body. You start seeing little colors, you know, a little bit. If you ever take mushrooms, it's a little bit like that. Like you see a little uh, uh, geometric, sacred geometry. From in my case, I saw sacred geometry, different colors, and then um, I started feeling the things that I've been caring with me. This is why I call it a medicine and not a drug. Mm-hmm. Because these feelings like of guilt or uh, anger towards someone or, or towards me were very intense. Uh, I'm going to give you one that was very, very, very interesting to me. Um, when I was younger, when I was 18, I had this girlfriend. And my girlfriend slept with my best friend. And uh, I found out because I had to take them out of jail because they had sex in the beach. Oh my um, God! That, yeah, that, see, already that creates like anger, and for all these years, I carried this anger with me, right? Mm. So ayahuasca kind of changed that anger and said, "Like, okay, this is your view of how you're putting yourself, how you see the relationship." Mm. So now I'm gonna put you in the shoes of her, and what he, what she did because she's an, she's an energy. Normally, ayahuasca is called a female energy. Okay, she put me in her shoes. And she showed me how I broke her heart. And that's why she did what she did. And I understood right away why she did it. And she said to me, Ayahuasca said to me, you need to you need to uh, ask forgiveness so you can forgive yourself. So um, and, you, did, and it did I,
0: completely cleanse you of the anger and of the feelings of resentment and of the jealousy and well, all the rage and stuff. Well,
1: it cleansed you of that. Well, let's just put it this way. After, this is just one, let's let's say this is part eight of Ayahuasca. After that, uh, the next week, I live in Amsterdam, right? She's in Mexico. The next week, she contacted me saying that she was in Amsterdam. I am not kidding you. Wow. And so, you haven't got in
0: touch so, with her at all?
1: No, not at all. Like, no, I mean, come on, would you? Would you be in contact with someone like that? Yeah, true. So uh, um, I invited her for dinner. And I explained to her everything, and I said I'm sorry, and she was like, "Why are you sorry?" I'm like, "Because I, I was young, and and like it wasn't it wasn't about her. I was, I was talking to myself, you know. Mm. It was not about a conversation about her. It was like saying sorry to myself for not opening up for 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 breaking someone's heart. So that I was sorry. Okay. Um, then a a month after. My best friend at the time called me for an advice because he had some money. So, you know, these open channels, open things that I had um, really um, broken with myself, right? Um, that was the first thing that I saw. Then, so that's
0: a sort of spiritual thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I am keep thinking about Buddhism and the fact of the idea of Buddhism, sort of take, empathizing with the world more and taking responsibility for yourself. And, you know, yeah, it's got that sort of feeling of...
1: So, that's correct, but one of the one of the most interesting things, This is like the first layer, right? This is the first peel of the onion. When I mean it, is that just this is just talking about peeling. Then once you go through that like period of uh, uh, purging, and when I mean purging, I really mean purging. You either vomit or you have diarrhea if you're not really clean, and it doesn't mean. Clean in food, it could be clean in energy. That uh, you know, for example, if you carry a glass of water and you put it in front of you, um, it doesn't bother you if you carry it for like one minute. But after a day, after two days, after three years, it really becomes a bothersome uh, feeling. And now change that glass of water for insecurity or anger or resentment, mm-hmm. right? So you're carrying that energy and it's in you. So what ayahuasca does, it releases it.
0: Emotion, you, we might call it emotional baggage, mightn't we?
1: Yeah, exactly. Once you release this emo, emotional baggage, as you call it, you, you start asking other questions. Like, I ask I ask her, like, take me to space. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> I was in space, man. I was really in space. I was, like, with the stars. And it's like, you cannot comprehend. But here you go. Here's a, here's a taste. And I was just flying, like, somewhere else. Like, I was... Is it, it, does it uh, in is that, not, does it that
0: in that sense? Sorry to interrupt, because you're you're a brilliant orator. But um, does it in that sense appeal to your perception, or do you actually believe that you you know you were carried to space
1: by the power of this? I I I don't really care really. Yeah, I have sure, thought this for a while. I I tried to analyze it, and I think this is where uh, I will call a Western me comes in and tries to understand something that cannot. Be understood, because again, um, you asked me before this, like, what book would I recommend you to read? Uh, I would say Krishnamurti's uh, book, *Journey into Self*. Okay, which basically is a book about, uh, you know, really asking the questions, why, you know, of everything. Why? Why do I? feel this? Why do I have anger? Why am I called Omar? Why am I Mexican? Why do I care about all these things, right? And why am I so analytical about things? Why do I want to always understand instead of let it be, you know? Mm. And um, for a while I I, I struggled with that, so I took ayahuasca one more time. Uh, The shaman said like, Omar, you have a lot of energy in you that is good, like a shamanistic energy. So let it it out, you know, let it it out. So I'm going to trust you to take ayahuasca by yourself. And I really do not do this for anyone, man, because when you are open to this, uh, to ayahuasca, a lot of energies come and go. They could be really good energies or they could be bad energies or low vibration. So high vibration or low vibration. I don't want to call them demons or I don't want to call them angels. I'm just going to call them, vibrations, high vibrations, so you're really open then, because you're not in your body, you're kind of somewhere else, and physically, you feel uh, a little bit of ache, you cannot move, everything takes forever, so like trying to go to the bathroom is like climbing the mountain Everest, <laughs> uh, so it's not for re- recreational purposes, I mean, I really mean it, It's it's the preparation for it has to have a point, if I've, uh, now that I help people, now that I'm trying to do this shamanic uh, route that Ayahuasca has showed me, I see people that take it for granted, and they just do not prepare. They think they're going to go for a ride. And what happens is, first, they might not get anything, so Ayahuasca will not talk to them. Or second, they will just feel all their angst, and the bad, the baddest trip of the baddest trip will happen to them. And that doesn't mean it's because she's mad at you or because... It's because you're not centered within yourself. So you first have to kind of prepare yourself, cleanse yourself uh, with yoga, with meditation, with uh, eating the right foods, uh, not drinking alcohol, anything that like uh, whatever it is that you know you like, whatever your, your um, treat is, take it out. All right. And then see for yourself what, where would it take you, right?
0: So, so just she, very, very quickly, I want you to go on, but very quickly. So if you if you don't prepare properly, then the effect can be more intense and bad. Rather than not working, it could actually have a, a greater, more intense effect and not a very nice one in some cases.
1: Uh, look, um, the shamans in, um, in, in Peru, they say you need to do the dieta. Here in the Netherlands, uh, they're more lax about it. I am really strict about it because out of experience, right? Mm. I've done both. I've done both where I, uh, try to, uh, okay, you know, I'll just, uh, not eat today and do it tomorrow. And I see how less potent and less receptive I am to her. Sure. Um, and also how I, I don't, I don't forge anymore. I hope I, I maybe. In, if I take it again, I will purge a lot, but normally I do not purge so much. Um, there's a lot of people that just, you know, I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen it all, man. And when I mean I've seen it all, is like when you go through your demons uh, or your energies. I've seen people who have been sexually molested who were cured out of that guilt and anger, and uh, and now are able to have again, you know, relationships. And I've seen people who. Me, for example, I used to, well, you know, you come to Amsterdam and Amsterdam is a place where there's a lot of fun stuff to do with regards to recreational drugs. So I took a lot of recreational drugs when I got here and now I just don't even, uh, it doesn't appeal to me at no. all. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: I mean I love the example that you gave in the first instance so you've said that it takes you onto uh, levels after that so what what would happen after the, the realization of, of self?
1: Well you I don't, I don't think you, you really realize because it's just uh, it's just as I said it's a medicine and you have to take it seriously um, the more you take it the more you learn the more you like for example when I took it by myself I had this little cactus next to me and uh, I'm not kidding. I saw it breathing. Like, I saw, I saw its movement almost like, like if it was, um, actually breathing. Like when you see a fish moving, but you see like something's happening, but yeah. it's not happening. Or how you see, you know, plants grow, but you, we don't, you see, oh my God, my plant grew, but we don't really see it grow. This kind of slows everything down or makes it way faster. So your perception is still there but your reality changes so much that then be- your five senses become more acute and you see more uh, things that are not there in this reality right now, like in these uh, five senses, right? So it's, it's really hard to uh, explain ayahuasca in, in one person, but there's a lot of um, literature out there for like experiences there's a lot of retreats here in, uh, in the Netherlands, but also all over the world with uh, actual shamans. And uh, one of the things that I want to be very um, explicit and cautious is choose your uh, journey well with who you are and who you trust and who you are going to do this because he has to be someone who's very, very experienced and centered.
0: So, so, so most of the time, vast majority of the time, this needs to be guided. This experience, yes, yes,
1: yes. the ceremonies normally are taking place normally with you know twelve people, and there's uh, three people who are helping the shaman. So, uh, how do the how
0: would they guide you in practical terms?
1: See, well, there's two. The the original way is with ikaros. Ikaros is a um, it's a song from the uh, the jungle. Um, uh, that is basically to, you, you know, you just whistle a little bit and you use, uh, some, uh, drum. Um, the other one, which is, uh, the more Western approach is they combine the Reiki music and yoga music and like calming, soothing sounds at 432, uh, megahertz because it helps. Um, they use, uh, Tibetan, uh, singing bowls to, to bring the vibrations up. So basically as, as you start going through your journey, the music starts to go deeper into not really the song or the meaning, but trying to make you feel something. And then like, for example, the song is very strong, very drums. Yeah. And suddenly after the drums comes a like a relaxation phase of quiet. Um, and when you're asking me, how do you guide the guide? Uh, how does he guide the meditation is first the ceremony starts by coming into a circle. Uh, everybody introduces themselves, you do a meditation, you create a circle of, um, call it like a bubble, where you are protected, everyone is protected, um, so nothing can come in, nothing can come out, um, and then he stays centered, so sometimes people will attract their bad energies, so they will attract the bad of the past, and the ceremony could potentially become everybody bringing low vibrations into the ceremony instead of high vibrations. So low vibrations
0: would be negative vibrations
1: then? Yeah, negative negative vibrations meaning like anger, anxiety, uh, you know, sorrow, anything that really does not belong to you, that you don't need, doesn't serve you for any purpose, but for, you know, enhancing the ego in a way. And... When you are taking ayahuasca, in a way you're killing your ego, and the ego sometimes really fights you back. Mm. I'm telling you, I mean, my ego has found ways, more more and more complex ways to find its way in me, and it's harder for me sometimes to catch him. Um, But it's always there, right? Your ego will never disappear, but you can see it. And once you see it, now once you're aware of it, then you are... You, not your ego, you know, once you're aware of that, that self. So the angry, the angry person and the person who's seeing that anger is the same person, right? Okay. But it's yourself who is the most important one. Um, so yeah, that's basically.
0: Amazing. amazing. Um, so with most intoxicants, I find with most intoxicants, I, don't, I still don't know how to term or describe ayahuasca in terms of categorizing it. But uh, yeah. in terms of most intoxicants, I find that they tend to exacerbate how I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling happy, then I'll feel, I can feel euphoric with an intoxicant. But it goes the other way, too. If I'm feeling miserable or emotionally fragile, then it can sort of tip the balance and make me feel horrendous is that the case yeah. with ayahuasca i mean if if for example if you're in a well i'll give you a real life example i i feel quite emotionally fragile at the moment because i've been through a a, a long winded breakup and uh, yeah. friends of mine and friends of yours have suggested that i take ayahuasca strongly recommended it but i feel that perhaps it wouldn't be the right time because i feel emotionally i think
1: fragile. i think it is the i think it is the right time because you're not letting go you're you're still holding into that feeling um and that's what I mean exactly. Like, you, you have that glass of water, mm. right? And yes, yes, it's going to be hard. Uh, ayahuasca is not, it's a challenge. It's a challenging uh, journey, but it's a medicine. And it's going to let you shed that emotion that you're carrying, that you're not even realizing. And it will just show you. It will just show you, like, look, man, you're, you're fine. You right. are just, you are part of everyone, and everyone is part of you. So, you know, just let go. and like, if you're not ready, she'll tell you you're not ready. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what she's going to tell you because half the time when I'm going in, I think we're going to talk about something. And she's like, no, 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 no. Put that down and come and let me show you grace. Wow. You know, (laughs) or sometimes like, no, let's talk about why are you doing this? Why? Look, I'm going to show you how low can you go. And sometimes it gets scary. I'm not going to lie to you. It can get scary. Um, but yes, I do I do recommend you you do it. I really do recommend it.
0: Um so it's so it's what you describe it as life affirming then I suppose in, in some ways. But you've seen people have a bad trip then,
1: as it yeah. were. Yeah. But then that's where you have a shaman who basically brings you out of a loop. And a loop is a place where uh think of a vicious circle where, you know, you're like, Well, I'm not good enough because I'm drinking, so I'm gonna drink a little more because I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough, so I'm gonna drink. Mm. You know, so you, you're in a vicious circle, right? And that could be with anything. It could be with like, well, you know, like my relationship it took a long time but I still love her, but I don't know what to do and it's a vicious circle and go and go go on and on and on in the same circle and you're wasting all this energy, all this power that you have. You're putting it in one little spot. Mm. So what Ayahuasca does, is like, uh, the Shaman does, is like, okay, you've been there enough. Now purge it out. And then you're probably going to (laughs) vomit. And then you're going to feel like crap for like two seconds, two minutes. And then you're going to be like, wow, okay, okay, now I get it. And then you're going to feel like, uh, you know, have you ever taken MDMA? Well, this is going to be like 10,000 times MDMA happiness, but it's true happiness because you see it on a cellular level, like you're not using chemicals, you're using a plant. And you can like almost feel your your being, you, you, you can see your hands like uh, moving uh, without you, you know, you see the intelligence within you. you. You don't know how to move your heart. You don't know how to like, you know, uh, breathe. You just breathe. You don't know how to, uh, uh, to uh, digest the enzymes and create enzymes, but you do right mm. so you see that intelligence in you and that's wow. I, for me that was like really powerful like wow like there's so much more intelligence than me <laughs> like what I think is intelligence in me um, so yeah that's that's kind of like it's a journey that I still I'm still uh, you know I'm not I'm not done with it yet I'm actually gonna probably take it you uh, know in, in a month or so uh, after I prepare. Because um, you know, a month of uh, dieta is hard. Dieta you can look it up. Um, it's that dieta in Spanish. And How are you, you spelling see, that? How are you spelling that? D I E T A, okay. like diet, but yep. with an A at the end. Okay, um,
0: and that's the preparation period.
1: Yeah, uh, some people say two weeks. I really recommend six to four weeks uh, of actually following it uh, because if you're gonna do this. You know, it's a lot of commitment. So it's for your own health. It's for your own good. And I mean like spiritual health more than your health, uh, physical. And the next day, you're going to feel like a million bucks. You're going to feel like, wow. Like so you just afterwards, you, know, you feel really good. Yeah, there's no like hungover. Or there's no like, oh my God, what? I mean, you're going to process it and it's not going to be a one-day thing. As I told you with my ex-girlfriend, a whole month passed where... I healed a piece of me that I didn't even know it was still broken. I, the mistrust was still there for all these years. I mean, I'm 35 now. Uh, At the time, I was 33. But, um, you know, for all those years, I was carrying this and I didn't even know I was carrying it. Mm. But it came to me and like, uh, my grandfather came, my father came, uh, a lot of people that I had like, um, I won't say unresolved issues. I would say like, Thanking them, you know, like, thank uh, a lot of uh, love comes to you. Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an experience. It is a um, an experience that I think everybody should at least try to pursue if you're pursuing a little higher consciousness. And with that, I mean, like, you know, yoga can also take you there. It will take you a longer time. And I'm not saying this is a shortcut, mm. but definitely points out to the right direction of that uh, some of, like, uh, you know, a real joggy will say, yeah, well, you don't have to take this drug to get there. You can get there through meditation and yoga. I will say, yes, that's true for some. But for others, like me, <laughs> this definitely works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um- and again, what seems to separate it from other such, um, again, I'd say, intoxicants or something like that, is that um, with a lot of the things that I've, you know, experienced in the past, even with alcohol, you can sort of set goals for yourself when you fe- when you're feeling that euphoria during the bars, during the high, but you don't necessarily act on it. And it's the same with, you know, certain, uh, yeah, mushrooms, for example. You you can feel enlightenment during, but you don't necessarily act on it afterwards. And you can't you can't necessarily connect with the feelings that you had. Are in, in the aftermath but you're yes, saying that uh, with, with ayahuasca you, it, you it's, it's a real building block where you still feel it afterwards and you still have that clarity afterwards to put things into action
1: sure so the, the shamans in peru believe uh, she is the spiritual guide she is the female right mm-hmm. uh it's a female guide and you will hear her it doesn't mean you will hear so some people here uh represent her as a snake some people even see the snake I am deadly afraid of snakes.
0: Oh, I hate snakes.
1: But yeah, uh, yeah, me too, me too. But uh, I heard her hissing like in the beginning. And I was like, oh my God, please no snakes. Don't show yourself as a snake (laughs) because I will freak out. Um, uh, But she just like, just was there. And it's almost like she guides, you know, like with mushrooms, you're all over the place. You're like, (laughs) you don't know where you're going. You're just going left, right, up, down, sideways. There's nothing. Absolutely. with her she's like okay we're gonna go here you can tell her no i i, I don't want to see this anymore it's like, okay let me show it to you differently so you understand and then no i don't want to do this anymore okay let's go here then and let's explore this and then say like, okay you're done exploring let's go to another realm and then you just go somewhere else and uh, it is uh it is something that uh, for me is very unique so putting it with any other intoxicant, I can't, because I don't think alcohol alcohol is a poison, for example. Mm. Um, you will feel like crap after, if you drink, let's say, a, a bottle of vodka. Mm. Uh, you'll feel amazing for the two hours or five hours that you drank it, but after that you'll feel like crap. Um, weed will just make you sleepy, uh, and the next day you'll probably grumpy or, or slow. Um MDMA you'll feel euphoric for you know the whole day and then you'll feel the Wednesday blues cocaine you'll have like two hours of wow we can do everything and then you do nothing so I mean there's no there's no for me at least there's no other thing except meditation yoga that can get you to that level you know and or level. even even like kundalini breathing exercises which are yogi exercises. Hmm. Um, those are the only ones that can get you naturally like to that state, right? But you need to be so consistent to even get to a little bit to this state.
0: So the clarity that you get and the enlightenment you get when you're doing it is does follow through into your real life, and that's why that, that's the major distinction, I suppose, and that's why you find yes. it so 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 interesting, so fascinating, and so uh,
1: valuable for your life. Exactly. So that that's something that uh, I. Uh, Yeah, I really recommend to anyone. I I mean, again, this is not recreational; it is a commitment you're making to yourself. And if you're doing the commitment, you know, you just follow through and like listen to the guide, like listen to what she says and listen to um, why she's saying it to you. You know, for the at at the end of the end of this story is is for the betterment of yourself and. So, if it you're it, better, the world is better.
0: So, it makes you happier?
1: It makes you centered. I wouldn't say happier. It will make you centered. Because happy is just a state of, uh, you know, yeah, I'm happy, but no, it's more your center or content or. Uh,
0: living in more harmony with yourself and more at peace with yourself. Yeah, more
1: harmonious. That's the word, yes.
0: Okay. It it does sound absolutely amazing, and so you would say that even if you're feeling really emotionally fragile, then it's not something that you should necessarily shy away from. I mean, indeed, quite the opposite is something that could be, uh, yeah, could be perfect. For you. I
1: think I think anyone who's uh, having an emotional uh, problem is the perfect solution. Obviously, one of the more important things is that before you take ayahuasca, if you're taking any if you're taking any antidepressants, it's very important that you say this to the. To the shaman beforehand mm. uh, because you know if you take any you're supposed to come in clean and by that I mean no medicine uh, western medicine included right so uh, anyone who's taking antidepressant that's a no-no uh, because it may collide with the uh, MAO that they give you so they give, they, there's two brews right the first brew that you take is to stop the enzyme in your stomach producing um uh, from not letting uh, dmt be absorbed into your body
0: because when you produce it because you produce it naturally but the enzyme stops that
1: i see yeah exactly so in your in your sleep actually sometimes you you produce dmt yourself so what happens is your stomach is always you know it wants you to be in this reality (laughs) it wants to keep you here so what you do you basically stop that and there's been even times that I just take the, it's called MAO, it's a blocker. Okay. Uh, it's an inside blocker. And uh, I took that, and I'm, I'm, I'm already feeling the DMT on me, inside me. Like I'm like, whoa, okay, feeling it already. And then you take the ayahuasca and then normally you take two times the brew. So you start with um, a one one uh, journey, so one, one brew, and it takes around two hours. After those two hours, you come out a little bit, like we we call you out and you, you kind of wake up and you're like all groggy. You're like, whoa, that was intense. And then the second one is when you go deep. The second one, So remember I, I told you like in the beginning, you go from looking at yourself and your feelings. Mm. And in the second one, it's like, okay, now let's have a real deep understanding of Not the self of like nature and like are you in touch with yourself and with nature and with your love and love to others and like let's go to space and so I've heard so many stories, man. Like I mean, um, there's been so many people who who done ayahuasca and had amazing uh, experiences. Others have had, you know, they stayed in the negative, but then they explore that negative and it made them grow. So, you know, they, they just stayed in the negative process. Like, I hate this. Why? Why am I doing this? Why did I do this? Yeah. And that, that's where they
0: But it still educates and informs either way.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So, at the end of the day, it is, it is what you want to make it to be, right? And uh, some people wanted to make it uh, as complicated as possible or as hurtful as as possible. So, that's what it becomes. But if you come from, like, a happy happy place it'll just be a happy place
0: yeah sure and uh and
1: yeah you, you'll see that uh, you'll be you're holding into a lot of things that are not that are not needed for you anymore to grow you know and sure. that will give you space and when there's space there's growth amazing
0: and um, yeah. so so the, there are so each dose lasts about two hours would you say
1: i think the whole year journey lasts at least eight, eight hours so the whole thing so the whole ceremony lasts 8 hours. Uh, normally the shaman here in the Netherlands uh, Manu uh, does it for starts at 7 and then you end at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning. Uh, but when i say 7 the ceremony really only starts around 8:30. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 a beautiful thing to do and um, it's good to do it uh, at least once and prepare properly. If and you're
0: gonna- Okay, and the, and you'd have so you'd always have more than one dose then during the session, would you?
1: Uh yes. In your first time, for sure.
0: What if you're absolutely hating it after the first dose? You just you can just uh obviously not We have...
1: we will we will make sure that you take the second dose. <laughs> 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 because because you're resist that's your ego resisting. Sure. Basically you're just like, No, I hate this all. and like a lot of people are like, No, I don't want to puke anymore, no no. And he's like, you're going to take this. And I'm not asking you. This is, you, you sign up for this. And I know it sounds horrible, but it's for your own good. And then you'll understand that you needed it after. But at the moment, you might fight me. So, <laughs> sure. yeah, we'll calmly tell you, no, you're going to take it. Um, it's.
0: It, I know that you've got an overwhelmingly positive feeling about it, and I, but I wonder if in your experience or in your research you've ever seen uh, evidence of it being dangerous or having dang- lasting side effects with, with people. Obviously, you know, psilocybin and mushrooms can have lasting effects, uh, negative effects yeah. on people, no, psychosis, there etc. No,
1: there's no uh, negative effects. You can even uh, research this. Uh, so it's
0: not dangerous as such then? No.
1: The only person who has died from ayahuasca, was a person who was taking cocaine with it in Peru. So, I mean, you know, if you are going to do something like this, yeah, you better be careful, right? Um, that's the only case I know about. Um, but no, it's not addi- addictive. You, there's, no, there's no way you can get addicted. It's because, so weird, because even, I mean,
0: even in this conversation, it's like you're. I'm I'm reading. I've got questions lined up, and the next question was, is it addictive? And it's almost like yeah, you're reading no. the questions
1: through my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not, not addictive, because there's no way. It, oh, my God, man, like, after that, I could not. It's also a little bit like, let me uh, give you a little more of a physical experience. Please. Um, it tastes like burnt coffee or uh, all socks. Or it tastes horrible. There's no way to describe it. So after that, I could not drink coffee. Like it took me a long time to appreciate coffee again. Um, You feel like uh, in the beginning you're gonna pull yourself, so you're like you know holding your butt. So there's no way you're gonna do this for fun. (laughs) And um, there's no like oh I'm craving. I (laughs) was, you know, like when you're craving uh, alcohol or you're craving anything else. No. what can happen is that you you become, um, which uh, I've seen t- happened uh, to me and to a friend of mine, not a friend of mine, became a friend of mine. It was actually someone who I helped. You become attached to the person who helped you. So let's say I uh, help you and, and, and I help you through your journey, right? Mm. And you... I help you through, like, kind of like you start asking me questions while you're in your trip, and I I answer to you like, "What does she say? What what does she say to you?" And then you're like, "She says this," and like, "Well, then tomorrow let's explore that." So there will be a, let's say, a after session to talk about what you said to me in the trip. So what happens then is that you you might become attached to the person who helped you, because you think that person has the answers, but in reality, he's just there to uh help you out right?
0: right and that
1: happened to me i became uh a liver attached to manu to, to the to the, the shaman and he's like man you need to let me go so uh the 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 say that attached, again
0: say that again you,
1: who said so yeah, manu that. manu is my, my manu is uh, my uh, shaman yes. uh, he doesn't he doesn't like to be called that but <laughs> i call him shaman okay um and he said, like, you need to, you know, get the answers for yourself. I, I, I don't have the answers for you. Uh, and I was using him. So, again, like, you know, you can get addicted to anything, right? And I think my addiction was to, like, asking him questions and answers to something that I did not have answers to. Sure. Uh, or he did not have answers to. I had the answers. I had to look it for myself. So, yeah, for addiction, no, there's no, <laughs> there's no way you can get addicted to ayahuasca. It's not that easy to find. Uh The ceremonies are always uh, being taken care of here, for example, in the Netherlands by people who are certified and they have a permit for it. In the United States, there's also a church uh, that was created just for purposes that people could take ayahuasca and it's not illegal. And that's also in Brazil, Colombia, Peru. Um, In in certain places in the world, it's already uh, legal, right? It's not a substance that is uh, not permitted. yeah, that's, that's that's where it is now. The problem that is happening with ayahuasca, as everything, is that the demand is going high, and when there's demand that's high, uh, value comes in and money comes in, and I think that's the problem that uh, uh, the shamans in Peru are seeing uh, a problem. Um, Peru, Brazil, and Colombia, all the three, are uh, seeing a problem because people are asking for... Um, you know, asking for more and taking too much, and it takes four years for ayahuasca to at least mature to take it. Mm. So it's too much now, uh, without uh, giving enough time for it to to grow. I see. Which which, which I mean, I think uh, the shamans are being careful about and like keeping the best vines for themselves, <laughs> <laughs> and then just sending the vines that uh, you know. I think uh, if I go to Peru ever, I I'll bet the the, the Ayahuasca there will be like blow my mind. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, that opened channels for me that I didn't even know they were open for me. Um, I I can, I am able to help people, you know, and that kind of was my calling. Like I really enjoy helping people on a ceremony um, because it's really powerful to see someone who came in almost broken and like then seeing them like you know go going to their lives and seeing them like again uh, alive, it's it's a beautiful thing to see.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, one definition of suffering is thinking about yourself. So you know, but that the 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 idea of altruism coming out of it is um, yeah, that that derives happiness uh, in itself. Um, so it's not it's not an addictive drug. And, uh, but you do, you, as you said, you might take it again and you, you would use it then periodically. So the, the idea of topping up, would that just be because new situations present themselves in your life, which you feel are confusing you? Uh, and does ayahuasca then give you the tools anyway, permanently, to deal with situations in a different way?
1: Yeah, as I said, if it, it, it harmonizes you, right? Like, um, again, I, co- I, I come back to Krishnamurti or Alan Watts. Alan Watts,
0: yes, a very inspiring yeah, so. character.
1: Exactly. So Alan Watts was a lot of his inspirations. is from Krishnamurti. Ah. And um, and um, both said, like, you know, like, you have to ask yourself, why? Why do I have this feeling? Like, you know, things come in waves, ups and downs, ups and downs. So are you in a high right now? You know there's going to be a low. And that's fine. Both are fine. When, you know, the darkest of moments is when the light comes. So sometimes, yes, you, I, I can tell you right now, I do feel that I'm not centered. Mm. Um, and I know I'm using ayahuasca as a tool. And maybe ayahuasca will be like, well, sorry, but I can't help you anymore. That's up to you. You need to figure it out. That could happen. But it could also happen to be like, look, you need to stop uh, you know, your job and go to the jungle and do what I've told you to do already. <laughs> I don't know. It could, it could be either way. And, um, if I've learned anything is the people who listen to ayahuasca and follow, follow the, the crumbs that she leaves you in this, uh, life. It really becomes the best of your life. Like for Amazing. me, at least it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a riddle always.
0: So it's uh, guided, so it has guided you, and there's evidence of it guiding you in ways that have just unanimously improved your life.
1: Yes, 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 for sure.
0: It's absolutely amazing. Um, I I do feel you know I'm I'm I do feel the allure of doing it. I wonder if it would be possible in future maybe to record a session, or would that be like the most harrowing thing for people to listen to ever?
1: Oh uh, yeah, no, you shouldn't. Nah, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, man. <laughs> it's just basically people, uh, you know, going through their things, and and then that's also not, you know, no. So, I don't think that could happen.
0: So, so recording at my own uh, guided session, going through ayahuasca, would just be a a, hor- a horrible um, sound bite
1: Then, yes, it would be. It would be, and it also would not. Uh, you're better off uh, writing it down, bringing a notebook, uh, and like later seeing yourself what you saw. Like you, you, you'll be able to be after you come out, like to write everything down, you know, so you don't forget. Yeah, sure. Or say it to your, uh, you know, recording machine and just like, this is what I heard, what I listened to, uh, what I felt. Because it could even come by smells. Everything happens, man. All your senses are touched
0: what an amazing place to, to to leave that um it just sounds amazing and i i'd like you to tell me when you're you know going through sessions and and leading up to sessions because maybe i would i would do something with you
1: all right cool uh, well uh unfortunately the right now may may 18 i think is full but i can check um then june 14 is another one and then july uh, until august i will be doing another one with uh, manu so until August, you have enough time to prepare. In Amsterdam,
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my final question to you, and I'm going to maybe throw you a complete curveball here, but I must ask, because you sure. seem like a very um, uh, um, a profound thinker and a very intelligent man. Uh, I was going to ask, what's the biggest, in your in your view, what's the biggest problem facing mankind at this point in time, and do you think that we will overcome the challenge?
1: Well, Well, the biggest problem we have as human beings is that when we grow up, the education we have shows us how to get things, but not how to be centered and give things to others, you know? So our, uh, I think that can be solved. Materialism, Yeah.
0: Materialism, need.
1: taking things we are taught to learn how to take more so you go to school to learn how to take to learn how to take and you know the more paper you burn the more and i mean money uh that i think that's our biggest problem the way we, we structure our society is obviously not sustainable for the world not for us for the world i mean the earth so, so the earth life will continue but uh, uh humankind is one that might
0: not that's an amazing way of looking at it and do you so you don't think that we'll necessarily overcome the challenge then because we would need to go right back to the drawing board in terms of the way that we think in terms of the way that we teach and yeah in terms of our whole life philosophies because we are so greed orientated these days and materially driven aren't we Materialistically yes. driven yes
1: we, we we definitely are so this is where we we need to come back to the source and uh, the source is you know you know you don't you don't you give and then you receive. That's it, <laughs> and um, that's how, where how would, we,
0: how would we even begin to address that? Do we just have to try and do it on a personal level and hope to emanate those positive vibes? Is that the only way? Uh, I, th-
1: I think this is, this is how first, like for example, meditation for children in kindergarten in in you know uh, school, uh, journey into yourself by doing ayahuasca, and then try to teach these. In your daily life and then if you have children hopefully they follow that and then maybe there's schools that follow this train of thought where basically they get out of this society and society will obviously fight this right like they will fight it to the core because if you are uh, not part of it then you're against it and being against the society that uh, is so strong now will be very very difficult But I think the time is coming, and you see a lot of people awakening, like uh, Eckhart Tolle, like, uh, you know, there's so many right now that are, they have seen it. It's not, they they don't want to change the world by changing the world. You change the world by changing you, and then the world changes, right? Sure. So that's that's how it starts.
0: The things that you own end up owning you.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: Uh, so true. Um, well, it's been absolutely fascinating talking to you, and I could do this for another four or five hours, but I'm sure you have lots to do. <laughs> in Your busy
1: life. <laughs> yes, I got. I got to go soon.
0: So, um, thank you so much. And before my Thanks, battery Ollie. before my battery dies, I shall say goodbye. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to speak to you again.
1: Sounds good. Take care, Ali. Take care, Omar. Okay. Bye bye.
0: The natural high.